If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor with a K and I'm joined by my regular co-host. Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Ben Errington, how's it going? It's good. I'm good. I'm feeling refreshed. I've got some lemonade. Lemonade, good. I've had a nap. First time the the reason I had a nap was because uh, I've you know I've been cracking off with the, uh, the periton. I hate periton. Oh but, god! And uh, I must have got the drowsy ones. Like I just oh. felt like really you know muzzy head. Do you say that in in Bristol? Got a muzzy head? No, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean mu- by muzzy head? Well, like a, fu- a fuzzy head. Mm. Maybe we say fuzzy. What well, like just it pretty yeah, much means fuzzy. Like, okay. Fuzzy head sounds like the the right way to say muzzy head. Yeah, exactly. There we go, <laughs> bloody Northerners. I'm joking. I'm joking, of course. Not trying to cause a north-south divide. There, no. That already exists. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So, what's going on? We're, we're not doing the list this week. We're doing something else, right? Yeah, yeah. We're doing a brand new flick film, film flick, um, just because it came out this week, and I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Before we dip into the, instead of the main meal menu. We dip into the 99p saver menu. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite part of the menu. Me too. <laughs> a, did you want anything from the 99p menu? No, I want this. Double cheeseburger, no. 99p chicken wrap. Yeah, McFlurry. McFlurry. Other, <laughs> other, other ice creams are available. Apple not, pie. Like, Apple pie. Scold not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Molten. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so today we're, we're going to be talking about a film called Cargo, which I had no knowledge about at all. Um, but. Which is nice sometimes. It is nice sometimes. But before we go into that, um, other guff. He did a guff this week. He's <laughs> <laughs> done a couple of guffs, you know. Yeah. It's, been one, it's been one of those weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, both of us saw Deadpool 2, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That's got some horror elements in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The wood chipper and the yeah. Yeah, helicopter yeah. So, I mean, grew, grew some, uh, like, proper over the top. Just as... Just as I probably liked it on a par with the first, maybe slightly less than the first, but yeah, there were some elements that didn't work so well. But I think, uh, all in all, it's a it's a good romp and a lot of lot of fan service throughout. For if you're a fan of like the X Men comics or yeah. just just slightly, slightly sort of niche mutant characters. I mean, Mojo World got a shout out, didn't it? Which I was like nodding nodding along to. I the the one that I heard and I was like, I wonder if like the general audience is going to get that. Is the Rob Liefeld joke? Um, oh yeah, yeah. What about drawing feet? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's good. I think I definitely want to see it again. I like I told you before. I think I went to the wrong screening because everyone was sort of like it's a really hot day and um, it'd been like the, the Manchester run, and a lot of people have come straight from like, they were still wearing like the the numbers oh, really? and stuff. Yeah. So I think yeah. everyone was kind of like, oh, I can't be bothered to laugh, and then it just kind <laughs> of made it sort of weird. Weird atmosphere where it's like being at a stand-up gig where the guy's kind of bombing on stage and he's still telling these dick jokes and you're like, but I mean it's it still has some really funny bits. The the bit I don't I don't want to spoil anything because there's there's one bit uh, with 
I just want to say basic instinct. I think it's probably the best way I can codify it. I missed that bit. Who's that was when I, I needed a wee. Oh no, that was the best <laughs> oh, bit. So I missed that was that favorite bit. Bits, yeah. I did get told about it, but I did miss that bit. You'd so, have to go um, again just to see that bit. Yeah. yeah. I think I will. I probably will. Um, <laughs> apart from that, I, don't, I haven't actually uh, watched any other any other films. I've been watching Atlanta this week, uh, Donald mm. Glover series. I've watched about five episodes of that so far. I'm really enjoying it. Not a straight up comedy, but like a really funny, funny show. Yeah. Um, and I guess something that's kind of horror related is that I've been listening to a band called Ghost. Yeah. Like pretty much nonstop. So like I knew about this band and I'd seen, I've heard a few songs, but I'd never sort of been a fan, but they released a song called Rats and I've just, I've gone back to like their entire discography and just played everything. And it's like a really, I mean, it's like a, so Swedish, I guess you say a metal band, but they've got like sort of prog, classic rock, um, quite anthemic songs as well. Um, And they're all sort of, the the band are like faceless ghouls and the front man dresses like a sort of evil pope. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah and all of their videos are like real real throwbacks to like uh classic horror films like um there's a video um which is almost like carrie and some other other videos which are like sort of hammer horror sort of stuff in the rats video the band yeah. are wearing they're like the silver um mask party things whatever they call them currently now I feel like yeah. eyes wide shut yeah um there's so much there's so much basically there's so much I love theatrics in yeah. music, especially rock music, and it just it's some is like really captured it. And I think because of like being a horror fan as well, it's kind of like it bridges that gap between music and film as well. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend them. You've been listening a little bit this week, haven't you? A little bit, yeah. That that song, Rats. Um, how many albums have they got? Because I think there's only one on Spotify. I think they've got I think they've got like three full length albums and an yeah. EP, and the new album is coming out next month, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That. Um, so other. Something else that I took from the night and AP save a menu on Netflix was uh, <laughs> was Life Force, and it's a oh, film yeah. that I'd like been meaning to. Cause I'd seen like the posters and, and like the when I nip into H and B stuff, they have like the Arrow home video thing of it there, and it just popped up on Netflix. Um, and I was like, I really want to watch that, and I put it on, and it was the most bizarre. It's, it's directed by Toby Hooper, so he did a uh, Texas Chainsaw oh, right, okay. Massacre and Poltergeist and stuff like that. Um, the acting at times is borderline. Uh, ludicrously bad, but it's still kind of like the I don't know the 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 logic, the science doesn't really make any sense, and I think the actors maybe knew <laughs> what they were oh, saying. God. Patrick Stewart's in it um, as in he plays like a possessed, uh, <laughs> creepy vampire man. It's got it's about like um, vampires from space who try to have sex with people and absorb their life force. Uh, a giant um this is like a big vampire invasion in london it's insane like it's absolutely insane uh but it's definitely worth watching for the for the b-movie fun yeah, yeah. sounds interesting i don't I, another film that i don't know if i've ever heard of i don't think i had until fairly <clears throat> recently yeah uh, well, that's fun and then i got the thing blu-ray uh and i i oh, know we've, i know we've got that coming up but i couldn't resist sticking it on it's you can resist. No, but and I, so it's the Arrow Home Video one. Um, it's the the like a Blu-ray quality. I've I've never seen this film look this good. Like it's just a, just a great film, and I want to get myself reacquainted with it by the time we do the show, we do the episode on it. Good idea. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna watch it again? Yeah. When we do the <clears throat> wonderful, so you'll yeah. be, you'll have all you have all the insight when it comes yeah. to that. Unlike on this film, where I kind of still don't really know much of anything about it. Did you even bloody watch it? <laughs> got Martin Freeman it, and uh, he's got a ring. <laughs> I don't know. He's trying to take a little thing to the thing. Yeah, he's trying to take a little thing to dispose yeah. of it in Mordor. I've got confused with the yeah. films again. That's a lot of the rings. Okay, this film, Cargo. What's it about, Ben? So, Cargo is a 2018 Australian post-apocalyptic thriller film written by Yolanda Ramke and directed by Ramke and Ben Howling. That's a really good name. For like any sort of horror director, isn't it? Howling. Howling. Yeah. Mr. Howling. Howling. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Howling. How are you? Yeah. The film the film stars Martin Freeman, Anthony Hayes, and Karen Pistorius. Uh, the film is based on Ram K and Howling's short film Cargo, which was released a few years ago. I think it was 2013, possibly. Hmm. 
Uh, yeah. So the basic. <clears throat> so what's the base? The basic premise of this film is that it takes place in South. Is it South Australia? I think it takes place along the south coast of Australia. Yeah. Um, so after being infected in the wake of a violent pandemic and with only 48 hours to live, a father struggles to find a new home for his baby daughter. Well. Hmm. 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 This is what uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes say about it. And they have that like, critical consensus bit. Cargo takes a refreshingly character-driven approach to the zombie genre that's further distinguished by its Australian setting and Martin Freeman's terrific lead performance, it says here. I uh, thought it was a pretty good. Uh, Martin Freeman is always good, though, isn't he? Eighty um, percent on Rotten Tomatoes in total. The user score isn't as good. IMDb says six point four out of ten. What do you reckon that is? <clears throat> so I can't say. I'm going into this film. I'm just not excited about zombies at the minute. Because I feel like I've seen too many zombies. Like yep. it's just I, I don't watch The Walking Dead. Just, They're clawing at your door right now, and you're like, "Yeah, I've had yeah. enough for you, lot." Jesus, yeah. Ben, uh, this film, I wasn't expecting to like it as I did. Mm. I think it 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 hits all of the, the zombie beats that we already know from all these other films. But it, it has quite an interesting flavour with the Aussie uh, yeah. walkabout sort of uh, element to it. And the, the, the relationship between uh, Martin Freeman, his daughter, and, and this other character's Aboriginal girl called Toomey, um, was really kind of like lovely, and by the end, like the start, I was like, "Ah, it's just a fucking another zombie film, isn't it? It's just a fucking another <laughs> zombie film." And then by the end of it, I was like, I had a moment. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, <laughs> bloody ne- nearly in tears. I think it was good. It was like cinematography was great. Mm. Um, soundtrack was great. Um, obviously Martin Freeman's performance was good. And even though, like in terms of plot, I mean, it was kind of like an A to B sort of plot. Someone's traveling from A to B. Comes yeah. across various threats. Comes across various characters. It didn't do anything that was in- incredibly, incredibly unique. However, yeah. it f- did feel unique. Like yeah. in terms of in terms of the threat that was coming from these zombies, it never felt like the same sort of threat in every other zombie film, which is like they're gonna get closer, they're gonna get you in a minute, they're gonna shuffle, and they're gonna beat your brains. It kind of just felt like that wasn't the main threat. The main they weren't even that like scary, were they? Really? I mean, there were scary moments in it from a couple of zombies, but they weren't even there like. Were- no, and there were plenty of moments in this where the camera cut away at a moment that perhaps another film wouldn't have. Another film perhaps would have shown you a lot more, and this film was very good at sort of managing managing that fear and that threat without sort of slamming it in your face. Here's a horde of zombies coming towards you. Yeah. So there was a, a particular some some scenes in the start of the film which I thought were really well done, and sort of just that it was a, it was a weird one where it like. Usually when zombies about are about, you get a real sense that this is the end of the world, don't you? Yeah. However, with this film, you kind of get a sense that some areas of civilization are kind of carrying on as normal. Yeah. Some areas of civilization. I mean, obviously there's zombies about, obviously the world isn't the same as it used to be, but there was just this, this vibe I got, which was almost like, if you can just move out of this area, there might be something somewhere where it's safe. Whereas in a lot of zombie films, you kind of think, well... Everywhere screwed. Everyone's dead. Whereas this, it felt like it was weird. It was almost like the first time I'd seen that in a zombie film. Yeah. Where where zombies and civilization were kind of coexisting. Obviously not in a normal way, but does that make sense? Yeah. There's also this weird um, kind of lovely idea about the people who were going back to live in nature in the old Aboriginal ways um, <laughs> were kind of succeeding more than the yeah. people trying to carry on with life as normal. Um, yeah. Sort of going back to the the basic sort of thing. Um, yeah, um, it's really interesting. And there's a load of like this Aussie culture stuff that I don't know too much about. Um, like their old belief systems and stuff that sort of play into it. And a lot of that stuff I still don't really understand. Like, there's a lot of Toomey's. She uh, talks about like souls and, and stuff. And I was like, I don't know if that's hmm. meant to mean more than it does. I don't yeah. know. Don't know what what they were saying with a lot of that stuff, but but I liked it. It was weird. It made it a little bit more interesting than a normal zombie film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It it had it did feel a lot more interesting than a normal mm. zombie film. Yeah, but I kind of I kind of got that from the trailer, and I'd seen the short film a few years ago, and I remembered it being fairly unique because it went it was pretty popular. That short film it went it did go kind of viral. I've got um, a trivia question. Like, later, so oh yeah. well, okay. 
hit, and that's where I proved that I can remember anything about it. Uh, <laughs> so I want Mark Freeman one in it. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, mm. when it's a Netflix release, I mean, they are a bit hit and miss, especially like um, Netflix original. Actually, I don't know if this was a Netflix original. It said but, uh, Netflix presents it. I mean, like on the... So. On the opening credit scroll, sort of. Thing. Yeah, well, um, it can be a bit hit, hit and miss, but I think this was, yeah. this was, this was a hit, and it kept, it did keep surprising me. And there was something very, very intriguing about it that I kept wanting to kind of like dig deeper um, into the story as yeah. it as it progressed. Um, apart from those three characters, obviously, uh, Mark Freeman's character, uh, the baby, great actress, and uh, and the little Aboriginal girl, yeah. um, Aboriginal girl. Apart from that, the characters were a bit forgettable, but. I mean, yeah, I still, I still enjoy it. Martin Freeman uh, has this like ability to elicit empathy so effectively, like, and he's yeah, he's, he's done this ever since like The Office. Like, he's just yeah. able to make you just look with like one or two looks, you can instantly sort of uh, feel sort of. He does. <laughs> yeah. He does this. He does this. He does this bit of acting, which I really like. <laughs> I really like when he does this bit of acting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it now. But obviously, it's gonna be difficult if you're just listening to this on audio. He kind of puffs his cheeks out a bit and like tilts his head. He goes, <laughs> when he, yeah, when he's acting, exactly yeah, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's something about that which is like he does that when he's supposed to be like he's like overwhelmed with emotion. That's it. Yeah, he he yeah. kind of stop. He kind of stops mid sentence. Yeah. And there's something about that that I find really like it's so simple. It's so simple. And he's been but, dining out on that for fucking he's years. Been <laughs> <laughs> he's been dining so that out, one dining technique. Out on... He's been doing that on Virgin Media adverts. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock. We need to intercut just him doing that. Him getting overwhelmed. Stammering. I really like it though. But you know, you know, you know, like when you just, you know, when you don't notice these mannerisms of people until yeah. like you see maybe an impressionist yeah. doing something, and then you go, oh yeah. They, they have got this man, like Al Pacino or something. Like, yeah, yeah. What do you got? Uh, it's just <laughs> all that stuff. I just love. I love sort of noticing that stuff in performances, especially when it carries over from something like he's probably done that in the office, probably done it in Sherlock, and now he's done it in this, and it just carries over, and it just is effective. Yeah. If you had so, to come up with like an, a little acting tick that would be your trademark move, what what would it be? Mine, just like a sexy wink. And a lick of the lips. And a lick of the lips. Yeah. Ooh. You're supposed to be Ooh, yeah. uh, supposed to be dying. You're being hung currently in uh, medieval England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic and Ben Harrington. Everyone's just going, classic Ben Harrington. Give him the award now. Yeah. What about, what about you? What would you do? I don't know. I think... Uh, I Oh, so I have this thing where um, Kat tells me, and pretty much everyone has told me before, if I disagree with something, my uh, eyebrow twitches. And, <laughs> and uh, I I don't well, realise it's doing it, yeah. So I can't play poker or anything because as soon as people <laughs> know that. Oh, you told me that now. I didn't know it before, but... Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think it's when I disagree with an opinion. It's when uh, I, I'm thinking, like I'm not instantly agreeing with something. Do you know what I mean? It's like a... You're well, thinking, oh, I'm not sure about that. Well, let me just... It's that kind of a... Well, that's my tick. When I give you like the biggest, I'll give you a huge pitch one day about an idea I've got, and you do your eyes with that. Oh well, screw you, Condor. Instead of words, screw you. Just a quick eyebrow twitch. Well, now, now you know. That's how I let people know. Oh no. Okay, uh, so the key players in this. Uh, film. Oh, by the way, um, Mark Kermode uh, watched his review of this. So oh, I like yeah. to get a professional reviewer's opinion. So I know if I if uh, so I know like what to say myself. <laughs> yeah. So, so Mark Kermode says it was horrible, and you go, "Well, actually, it was shit." Yeah. So Mark Kermode said it's definitely worth a watch. Oh. Yeah. Well, so he's not wrong, he's is he? Not wrong, no. Uh, key players in this got Martin Freeman doing his. No, what, his doing. <laughs> his name is Andy. <laughs> uh, we've got a girl called Susie Porter plays his wife Kay. Uh, don't worry about her; she's not in it for too long. Uh, Simone Landers is plays as a little um, girl called Toomey. She's of a Aussie background, and yep. there's a guy called Anthony Hayes who comes in a bit later. Plays a guy called Vic, who I think should have been. Uh, we'll get into it a bit more, but should have been more. What's his name? John Jarrett, I think his name is the guy from Wolf Creek. He yeah. should have been more 
because that guy is he was very, terrifying. He was very, he was very much like that. It reminded me of that. Yeah. Obviously, not just because he was Australian, because he did kind of look similar. Yeah, yeah. He didn't quite have that that creepy laugh day. And also, there's a baby uh, actress, but she's not. You know, she's not been credited for some reason, so she must have done a poor job. And she's like, a poor job. Don't. You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> <laughs> that cigar, I like it. Yeah, well, it's just a little one. <laughs> just a little one. I got to think of the lungs, mate. Okay, so um, should we get into the story, into the meat and potatoes? Sure. Into the meat and tatties. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's how to start. Okay, so it opens, uh, you know, with the title. Uh, well, it opens with you going on Netflix.com, clicking on yeah, your, scroll, your name. Scroll into Netflix, realize you've got your password again. Oh, no, you, you haven't paid your bill again, so you can have. Well, oh, no. re- Reactivated again. Need to uh, find an email address and some sort of new. Then you watch one. Of, then you watch. Yeah, then you watch an episode of Friends because you just see it there and you go, "Fuck oh, a boss, it's Yeah. Watch this one, and it's the one with the uh, the sandwich, the moist maker, and then you <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you finally move on to the film. But it's 11 p.m., so you think, "I'll watch it oh, tomorrow." Okay. Yeah. And the next day, we, we could do this all day, but uh, yeah. Then it finally starts. So the the film opens a Netflix production. Um, they're somewhere in I think it's New South Wales, Australia. Um, there's uh, a boat going down a river. It's a houseboat. It's a very nice looking houseboat. Martin Freeman, he's in it. He's doing the driving. Got a woman called Kay in the back, the wife. Lovely. Doing her laundry. <laughs> and then there's a baby <laughs> knocking around. That's the way it should be, is what you're saying, isn't it? <laughs> and then there's a there's a baby knocking around. And as Martin Freeman's... <laughs> as he's driving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I is he doing the, the noise as well? He's, he's, he's that's doing another the thing noise. He can do. Great noises. <laughs> As he's going, really <laughs> I practiced, practiced it a lot, and um... <laughs> I thought that's why you have to have a nap. You practice doing the boat, and you're like, no, "Let's try it." Let's try it. As a driver, it all seems very normal. It seems like kind of just on like a holiday sort of thing. Um, they're they're laughing and smiling. It's the you know date, standard day for them, um, and then they pass their family on the yep. on the coast, and they're playing. Uh, football, or they're eating cake, or or something. They've got, they've got like a like a constant birthday party going on. It looks like well, it looks yeah. like just a birthday party at this stage. Um, they've got like a birthday party in the woods, and there's some kids with like hats on, loving life, and it looks like it looks like this is this is this is why it looked like normal life because they're yeah. having a birthday party, and then Andy waves at them, and then some dudes like their dad just just appears, <laughs> menacing, yeah. and he shows a, shows, shows, shows weapon. Flashes his weapon, shows he's got a gun in his belt, which is a bit like, oh shit, <laughs> it's a bit unnerving. Yeah. But yeah, that's obviously the first bit where you think, well, right, okay, things things aren't all good in the hood. Yeah. So then uh, Andy's like, <laughs> you know, driving off. Yeah. Uh, See, so like, get away from this guy with a gun. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they they park up for the night. Um, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I really when when they move on to being in a car, I hope you continue. Fantastic. <laughs> And when they're on foot, I haven't practiced that. Um, oh. Their feet, I guess, it's like a. Are you really good at what's it called? <laughs> like foley. 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 foley like, yeah. yeah. Um, so then they park up for the night. Um, they tie, they drop the anchor. You know, whatever they do. Uh, and then there's drop like the there's another boat a little bit off to the side that's uh, capsized. So it's half under the water, half yeah, out. Yeah, sort of like water. a sort of like a yacht type thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Small one. <clears throat> What they call it? Macaroon? Cameroon? <laughs> Macaroon. What what is it? I think it's catamaran. No, that's something else, I think. It's a Are boat. you alright? <laughs> <laughs> it's just some boat. Yeah. Um, so, I think Martin Freeman's wife says, I'm, I'm rake tired, like, I'm going to have a, I've been having this piriton. And I'm... <laughs> 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 I've been having this spirits on and uh, got some real knack of me out. It's not the non-drowsy but variety. They have, they have a discussion, don't they, where they sort of say their food rations are starting to run out. Right, and, yeah, and, yeah. Andy, Andy's like, and she wants to like go to go to land and sort of look for somewhere where they can sort of settle up. But Andy's a bit like, I'd rather stay on the boat. I love it on the boat. Um, and yeah. then... And then we... And then a little while after that, Andy goes to the abandoned sailboat sort of yacht that's like half capsized mm. to try and find some shit and he does he finds like he finds loads of food doesn't he like he just finds beans loads of food and like and beans just tins yeah. yeah but when he's when he's in the boat obviously the water's up to like his 
is waste or something. Mm. He kind of like hears what could be like a noise in the sort of, I guess it's what, like the toilet or something? Occupado! (laughs) Occupado! Well, I like this. I like this. This reminded me a little bit of The Shining when um, Jack Nicholson first hears Old Lady in the Bath. And there's a, in the in the book, there's a really descriptive moment of when the old lady's foot like stands on a wet bath mat, and okay. it's like yeah. he, all it was was sound, and it was like the most delicate sound. But then he knew someone was in there, and he didn't go in, or maybe he didn't go in. But anyway, this is what it reminded me of. There's such a delicate sound, and again, another film maybe would have gone rah and scared the shit out of you. It might have like put him um, our character immediately in peril, yeah. but then he just kind of like leaves. So he hears a noise, kind of leaves. And when he goes back to his wife, he tells her it was completely safe. Yeah. I went to that boat. There was no one there. It's completely safe. Obviously, he's lying. He, well, he wouldn't necessarily tell her that he thought he heard something. And he basically says all of these supplies are going to last us months, which he's loving because he loves it on a boat. To be fair, the boat, you know, you used to play a game, where would you go if you had a zombie apocalypse? The boathouse is pretty perfect. It's ideal, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he probably should have told his wife. Because yeah. um, she's like, we've got plenty of beans here, but I wonder if they've got beans with pork sausages in. Yeah. So she's like, I better, I'm just going to nip, nip out to the shop. Um, and Andy's like, oh yeah, that Piriton's getting to me now as well. So I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> I'm going to have a nap. So she, she seems to go over, like, I'm a bit confused as to why she went to the boat. Yeah. So I know she finds it. So she mentions the fact that he's got a bit of face fuzz. And she's like, oh, is there a oh, razor in there? Razor. Yeah, that's it. She wants a razor. But then I'm a bit like, really? Did you just go back just for the razor? It seems a bit ridiculous. So yeah, she gets she gets in the boat this time. Um, what are these guys doing with their secret boat trips? Would they didn't tell the other one? Well, I'm just going to go over to that boat. And obviously this is the time where she hears even more of a noise coming from the door. The Occupado! Occupado! <laughs> God's sake! This is the second person today! I'm going to bite you. Yeah. So yeah, we don't actually see anything, so we don't see anything come out, but we see her trying to climb out of the boat and then she sort of does a does a, a shocked face. Oh! We're, we're left okay. to imagine what happened. I imagine, yeah. in Which... my mind, cinema, a guy came out of his pants around his ankles and waddled. <laughs> waddled towards her. <laughs> and kissed her on the lips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, another film would have showed you, it would have possibly done a jump scare or showed you something terrifying but you know we didn't see anything which was nice i kind of liked it and the next minute we see is her so she gets back to the houseboat and she's in the bathroom bleeding everywhere um did you not get any i was gonna say you you know the the thing oh no probably not (laughs) okay just just had to deal with it yeah she's bleeding from the kneecap or something yeah and uh underwater zombie yeah and martin's martin yeah andy is convinced that like uh, oh just what <laughs> yeah you just he's convinced that like she like she's attacked by a creature or like something else like he's he's in denial at this stage he doesn't want to think that she was bitten by anything but obviously then she says it had fingers it had loads of fingers and they went right up no it was <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's weird like the way this is one of the strengths of this film is the way that the these people react to all of these things. So when one of them gets bitten, um, in terms of like going for supplies or staying on a boat and that kind of thing. And also later on when um Kay has like a seizure and she's turning mm. to zombie, that kind of stuff normally gets like skipped over and mm. isn't really dealt with. But in this film it, it's really I'm not going to say, you know, super realistic. It's not like a Ken Loach film or anything, but it it's like, a, it's got more of like a, a real drama, yeah. like a reality to it that other things and just don't kinda, do. It, it kind of takes its time with all these little details that perhaps, <clears throat> you're right, would be skimmed over in other films or like replaced with something that's more sort of like in immediately horror. Yeah. That's why like in the description of this film, it doesn't really even say it's a horror film, which I guess, I mean, there aren't that... Many it's weird because I super- find this scary. Like, watch a lot. I watch a lot of horror films. I'm not scared from many films anymore, but this I found has some genuinely terrifying moments in it. Yeah, and the bit yeah, in that been- boat was I found really scary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was. Um. So yeah, she investigates this pack, which is kind of like, like a pack that's obviously distributed by the government while people are infected, and it's like got a watch which tells you how long you've got. Yeah. After you've been bitten, and there's like this spring-loaded dagger thing which you can like put up to your head and just like pops a 
pop some yeah, knife so in your head. What is the point of that? Because is that to kill I yourself? Guess, I guess it's to kill yourself or to kill kill someone who's been bitten. I guess. Right. Okay. Um. So so yeah. Then they decide. Right. Let's get ourselves off this boat, which Andy's fuming about because he loves it. He loves it on the boat. Um. Put the baby in a little backpack. What is it called? Papoose. Papoose. This is the second papoose in a row. I mean, it was a papoose on the last episode. Yeah, but I think we were mentioned in this film. Oh, right. I don't think there was. I don't think there was a papoose in Nosferatu. I don't. I don't. What was that? There was a bit where Nosferatu was in the papoose and he's on on someone's back. Yeah, yeah. sicking up. So yeah. So, so then we kind of like sick, yeah. sicking up. He's so then we get introduced to Toomey, the uh, Aboriginal girl. She's like drawing in a sketchbook. She's drawing like someone's head in the ground. Um, and then we see her like with a rabbit, like a dead rabbit, and she goes and slings it into like a like a some sort of pit. Yeah. But it looks like it's just like a sort of gap in some rocks. And then she covers her ears while she hears like. <laughs> Popeye eating a spinach. Popeye. <laughs> Here's a thing. If yeah. Popeye needs spinach in order to be strong, yeah. how does he squeeze the can so spinach pops out? No one could do that. That's a secret. He's always eating spinach. Oh, right. It's like the whole. That's like you know he's always angry. That's a that's a continuity error. I mean, I've never thought. Have you thought about that? Have you ever tried to squeeze a can so that the the contents of which fly up in the air? Shoot the air and you catch it. Shoot an entire tin of something in the air and open your mouth wide enough to catch it. It's difficult. <laughs> Difficult. Difficult. Tell me about 100 times you did it, right? Everyone went to uh, Download Festival. You know, like the, the Monday morning where everyone's sort of leaving and they're sort of chucking the, whatever they've got left on a fire. <laughs> it was pretty yeah. bad. Uh, we had like a tin of beans and we chucked it on the fire. It was closed. And it, we heard it like getting, like crinkling as it was getting hot. <laughs> and it made yeah. a, it made this popping noise. And the, the <laughs> lid. <laughs> I think you did that noise in the last episode as well. <laughs> the lid. There again. The lid like yeah. shot. Uh, it like it. I, I could almost like see it in a film, like where you see from the perspective of the lid. <laughs> yeah, like it flew and like <laughs> hit me in the neck. Like it's like you know, no. the, it really did. Yeah, hit me in the neck. And then I was like holding my neck, and then I looked at my hand. It was covered in like red, and I was like, oh, it's bean juice. <laughs> Is true? Yes, Is true. true. Yeah. But it was one of those things where like because everyone was so tired and sort of like hung over, so it didn't really register as a thing that was actually happening. But um, <laughs> it decapitated the lid. Decapitated you. It could, like, have gone, oh, like, it could have gone very, very bad because that lid was sharp. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh my God. We used to put like cans, cans of links on a fire. Yeah, and and then I remember like once someone was like, "Oh, ain't ain't exploding." They went, "Go and give it a nudge." They went, oh, "Give God. it a nudge." Yeah. Exploded. They come. They down at the festival. Try, don't try that home. Yeah, don't don't try that home. There's, there's one down at the festival. Everyone's like going crazy. No, it was the Leeds festival, and there's like loads of fires. I think they even called it the Leeds festival riots at one point. Um, oh, and there's a guy. There's a big fire, and a lot of people were chucking stuff on it. And I saw this guy. Picked up this one, you know, those tents that sort of you throw and they sort of unfold 
and it instantly yeah. made. He yeah, had yeah. one of his tents. He picked it up in one thing, chucked it on the fire, and I went, <laughs> didn't you want that tent? And he went, oh, no, it's not mine. <laughs> Just threw <laughs> someone's tent on the fire. Oh, my God. There was a man in it. Yeah, rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Uh, okay, so where are we? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so... so we get, oh, go on. We get back to Andy and Kay, and they find, they find a car, didn't they? And the car was just as bit like a... <laughs> I can't do cars yeah. very well. <laughs> That's I, thought a, I thought a car was in the room. Then. It's a fucking sports car, mate. It's a sports car. Um, yeah, so they they find a car. Mm. It's abandoned. They they like fill the petrol tank, put the baby in the back, and then they're off. There's a, a zombie just trying to get in on the action. Give me a lift! Give yeah. me a lift! And they just go, fuck off. Um, but yeah, when Kay gets in, she knows there's some slimy shit in the, yeah. on the, back, the back of the seat. Sort of like, looks a bit like... Um, uh, caramel cream. Yeah, like uh, caramel cream. It looks quite delicious. It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've tried a bit. Have you ever done that thing where you? Another sideways story. Here. Have you ever done that thing where you get uh, another tin-based story? Get uh, you know um, condensed milk. Yeah. It comes in those like tins. If you yeah. get a pot of boiling water, pop the uh, the entire tin, keep it closed of condensed milk in the boiling water two hours. Yeah. Two hours. It looked like it's going to blow up, but it doesn't. I <laughs> know, trust me. Um, <laughs> it leave, it, leave it, it two hours. And then the lid pops off. <laughs> 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 it cuts your neck. Your poor neck. It was your neck. Oh, don't worry. I just don't worry. I blocked it with my neck. <laughs> um, so you can leave it for two hours, right? And then wait, take it out. Wait till it cools down. Uh, open it up. And it, the sugar in, in the... Uh, and the kind of condensed milk is like made like a caramel, and it makes the most delicious caramel, creamy Ooh. sort. You I like. Tins, you can get tins of that. I, I think, think you just buy it, yeah. But it's yeah. more fun. <laughs> do you want to buy it, or do you want to just wait to? I want to eat it now. Wait two hours. <laughs> but I will say, if you do it yourself, you get like some bits which are slightly more like uh, burny, and some bits oh. like slightly less than. So it's got a bit more of a, <laughs> a contrasting. But it is like. Whatever that flavor is, that's the flavor I was born to eat. Like I could, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what it is? It's the flavor. You know, in Rolo yogurts, yeah, the caramel like bit a... of that. It's that. It's like do- dolce de leche, you know. That's like that's what it's called. What's it called? Yeah, do- dolce. Dolce de leche. Oh, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it's, you can get it's a Hagen Dazs flavor. You can get really, mm. and you put that in, in the boiling water for two hours. <laughs> you put the ice cream <laughs> in the boiling water for two hours, yeah. and then it just explodes. Uh, you just block it. You block it with your neck. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that tastes great. <laughs> okay, but that's what this looks like. This, this pus stuff that's coming off the zombie. Freaking <laughs> sorry. Imagine like you in a car accident, just like a car coming towards you, and go, oh no, don't worry, it just got me in the neck. I'm fine. Sorry, that's enough now. That's the last one. Uh, dogs, dogs, delish. That's what this uh, this uh, goop looks exactly like. Yeah. Um. So. So where is it? It's on the um. It's in the car. Did it get attacked by zombies yet? Did it crash yet? Or something? Yeah, a, a zombie just a zombie just turns up. So basically, they're driving for a little while. Obviously, Kay's a bit like, oh, I'm gonna die. Like she starts having a bit of a being a bit sick. Like Christ some confidence. Some, some stuff comes out of her mouth like a uh, gauzin. Um, and she tries to like jump jump out the car at one point, like while it's moving. Yeah. Um, which is pretty mental. But um, Andy made managed to like stop her and say like, look, there's a map here, and we can get to. The hospital. Get to the hospital. They reckon there's a hospital somewhere where they can go. Mm. And if we get her there, maybe there's a way. And obviously, Kay's a bit like, I'm screwed. There's absolutely no way. Mm. Um, and then we go back to Toomey, who this time has got like a dead snake and she throws it into the pit, covers her ears as if she's going to hear horrible noises again, but there's nothing to be heard. Yeah. She, cl- she climbs down and realizes whatever's in that pit is bloody gone. Uh, there's something about like, it's like a sketchbook. A lot of like Toomey stuff, I was like, what? Like, um, she had like a sketchbook, like a coloring book or something, didn't she? Yeah. Is that this bit? She was drawing some things, yeah. She was drawing, yeah. a, drawing, drawing like a, a zombie and stuff, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then pretty much Andy is driving, and then suddenly you see someone in the road, and I think there's zombies everywhere, just mow it down. But yeah, he careers off the road, smashes into a tree, and obviously, when he wakes up after being KO'd, he realizes that Kay's been uh, impaled. By like yeah. a tree, which I think you know, better way to go in it. But then he kind of faints, doesn't he, from at the sight of it? 
Is that is that what happens? He faints because of the sight of it. That's yeah, quite that's good. what I thought. He faints faints at the sight of it, and of course, mm. when he wakes up, Kay has been because obviously she's died. She's been zombified. Yeah. And how can we describe the zombification in this in this film? <laughs> well, I said it's it's like when you get really bad hay fever and you wake up the morning after, and your mm. eyes are like glued together. But now yeah. I think it's like someone's been boiling some Dolce Delish, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it pops. On both the eyes. But that's what it looks like now. It's basically just a load of caramel goo, like seeping from the eyes. Think really yeah. bad conjunctivitis. Yeah. Um or, or like sleepy and sleepy eyes or or like you said. Yeah. Um yeah, so I mean very unique sort of look for a zombie, isn't it? Yeah. It was almost like it was almost like a cross between standard zombies you would see and also something from The Last of Us, which is a bit more like growy and yucky it's the, and the cordyceps thing, isn't it? Is this yeah. um so there's loads of Zombies in this that we that we see, they've got their heads buried in the ground. Yeah. What 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 was that about? Did they do on- that? Is that is kind of confirmed a little bit a little bit later. Um, but basically, I think the zombies need to rest. So even though that they kind of like wander around most of the day, I think yeah. they still need to rest and like recoup. And right. the way they do that is they need darkness. Is so, that why they're in that tunnel later on? Yeah, so later on we see them in a tunnel and they're all lined up in the, at the tunnel sort of facing the wall because yeah. they like the darkness and that's them resting. Um, so when they bury themselves, bury their heads in the ground, that is just them resting. Okay, and when and there's those burnt ones, is that like the Aboriginal hunting parties that we see later? They just see yeah. them there and they're like, pop that one on fire. Yeah. Easy picking. Yeah, so we yeah, see a lot okay. of burnt carcasses. So yeah, people have just gone and burnt the one, which I think is quite nice to think that the zombies need a little bit of a rest. Because you know that's that's a little bit more realistic as well, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so uh, Andy he passes out at the sight of this uh, his wife dying basically, and as soon as he wakes up again, she's like completely zombified. Um, he tries to get out, um, gets bitten on the arm. Yeah. Um, He's well annoyed about that. Does he kill her? Um, or does he just leave her? He- there? Can't really remember what it is. One of those things where it just cuts, which I I I know you mean. I do like it when it did that. It kept cutting past the action. Yeah. Oh no, he does. He does. He does use one of those poppy daggers on her, and he take because he takes he takes her bracelet and puts on it. Because now he knows he's got forty eight hours before he turns. Um, Fitbit. So, so he has to leave. Fitbit. Put some Fitbit on. Yeah. Oh bloody hell, that's good. Uh, And then he basically leaves with with his baby and the papoose. well, and this is quite cute. He's kind of got a, like a bottle of um, perfume, which belongs yeah, I like this, to his wife. Touch, yeah. and, he, and he sprays it around um, the baby to try and calm her. Which, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a proper nice emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I don't think you feel the weight of like the character we've lost and the fact that that's the mother of that, that girl and his wife. We don't really feel the weight of it too much because we've kind of been... Yeah. It, we've been along the ride with them. And this is the moment where you kind of understand what, what's actually happened. But then he sees the man well, the zombie who caused their crash um, and prepares to like take him out. He goes, hey, you And then yeah. suddenly Toomey appears and says, that's my bloody dad, you mug. That's her he, pet dad. She's keeping him dad. like a Tamagotchi. Exactly. And she cuts her hand to draw some blood and leads him away like, come and get a bit of this, you dirty bastard. <laughs> and he does. Yeah. He does come and get a bit of, uh, you can't get this, you can't get this, but he gets this. <laughs> He, gets it. he probably follows uh, after it, yeah. From Borat, if yeah, people haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> okay, so so Andy now he's got the baby with the papoose, and I think he, the car's wrecked, and I think he decides yeah. to go on foot, right? Yeah. So we get like the kind of Lord of the Rings travel sequence, him walking on various things and stuff, and he does make it to the hospital, but there's like pretty much no one there, just a lady hiding in the shadows. Yeah, exactly. The red um, skull. She like takes her head off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, I, so I was getting confused about about the, I was reading over the summary and thinking I don't know if I remember any of this. So she, to me, there's like a picture of to me. This woman knows to me. I think she even mentions her. Um, yeah. Says you're right, smart that one. Um, She's re re smart. Um, and then he and then he just leaves. I guess the next day he's having seizures or something in yeah, the hospital. Yeah. So he so he so he stays in the hospital, has a few seizures, but then the next day he sort of says, you know, I need to get out of here and I need to find people who are still people yeah. in order to leave, leave my baby with. Um, so yeah, when he, when he's on his way somewhere, he sort of finds some outpost where like a guy is like 
somehow ended up underneath some barrels looking like Mr. Bean or something. <laughs> he's like, he's led there with like some barrels on him. Go, oh, bloody help me, help me, and I'll help you. This is a bit like how say... you introduce a character in a game. Yeah, like... yeah, exactly. You have to go over and tap X yeah. while the zombies are coming in. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so Andy like saves him from the barrels by like reversing his car. And then he reverses his car and sort of. Oh yeah, he gives him the car keys. Says, don't, don't. Yeah. Don't he you says, fuck don't, me over, mate. don't you fuck me yeah. over. Um, yeah. But obviously, and this guy seems like a fairly nice, normal guy, doesn't it? But um, he, then this guy, his name's Vic, isn't it? Yeah. Vic, you, you really he's got the, the rifle. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like the. Um, he very much is a bit like the guy from Wolf Creek. Um, yeah. You know, lives in the outback, um, hunts the, you know, lives off the land and that kind of thing. Um, but he, uh, he seems very normal and friendly all the way up to that we meet his wife, who seems um, yeah, a little shell-shocked, she, like there's something not quite right. Shell, yeah, I kind of thought at this stage, she's not his wife at all. He's yeah. like forcing her to be with him somehow. Yeah. But that is, and, what, that is right. That's what happens, right? Um, is it? I don't know. Because Pretty much. Um, she wasn't his wife. Um, I'm pretty sure we learned this quite quickly. Uh, that he ah uh, yeah yeah I see was out with her husband, and then yep. he, and then he came back alone and said no he didn't make it and now you're mine oh, <laughs> oh god something like that well that's awful but I mean yeah <laughs> bloody hell the world's gone to shit and he's just like well, I'm gonna do what I want now mate yeah Th- this one so of those I do feel like this, this kind of Vic this middle storyline here um with Vic and um. He's a good guy. He's looking after you. He says he seems like the kind of person you could leave the baby with. Yeah, but then it turns out, like you find out, he's uh, not particularly nice. That like he has he's taken this new apocalyptic world uh, as his own, and he's um, keeping people prisoners and this kind of thing. I do feel like yeah. th- these beats like are almost like too expected. Do you know what I mean? I I would like to see something that's slightly different here, but um, yeah, because you know we've seen it twenty years later. That's pretty much the same uh, yeah. element at the end. Yeah, though. yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so basically this dude has like got some of the Aboriginal people, including Toomey at some point, so he's obviously mm-hmm. found her and caught her, and he keeps them in cages and basically puts like entrails or some horrible blood and guts all over the cage and lures the zombies and basically just takes them out from there, just shoots them. It collects and the tra- money, like loots collects- them. Yeah. yeah, which is odd, <laughs> which is yeah. odd. Oh, I've got a bloody Nando's card in here. Bloody quality. <laughs> Nando's tonight. Nando's yeah. tonight. Starbucks card. It's got four stickers already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you only need another free coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Score. Um, yeah, so he kind of he gets Andy to like shoot a gun, and then Andy realizes that he was shooting the zombies, but realizes that Vic's been keeping people prisoner. So obviously, then his moral compass comes into play where he's like, I don't think I can be party to this. Yeah. Um, Thing. and then we see like another aboriginal dude who's like in a he looks well pissed off the wise man or whatever they call the him. wise man he's he ain't happy, he ain't happy at all smart smart yeah guys. yeah um, um he, he never looks happy him he's just got on faces of uh constantly <laughs> pissed off but um just they're constantly disappointed with the world for yeah. the zombies fucking <laughs> fucking world um world. yeah and then obviously um is mrs what's her name lorraine is not not really his missus um she's like looking after the baby and she noticed some goo all over the baby's belly which is obviously the horrible zombie goo um so realizes that andy must yeah it's not to go dodge lesh um and then andy gets to a point where he sort of says to lorraine please look after my baby and he's ready to kill himself ready to sh- put the old knife in his head and lorraine comes and says don't do it mate you mug um and then vic suddenly turns he comes out and says what's bloody going on here obviously he's suspicious of lorraine because he's forced her to be his wife yeah it's not a good and... way to start a relationship because you're always going to be suspicious no then. it's not yeah You'd be suspicious all the time i oh, know i forced you to be my wife but do you yeah. still love me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well no i never did i never did you force it well that, that's exactly what <laughs> this is news to me yeah, yeah this is news to me so he goes and knocks out andy gives him it's him with the butt of his gun um and then basically locks Andy in a cage with Toomey. And they yeah. escape pretty quickly, yeah? I almost mean, they like, use their Almost super wits. easily. This is uh, yeah. one of those, uh, what do they call those things in the games where, like I said earlier, where Tap X, 
Oh, like um, a, a, a oh, blah, 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 blah. oh sh- I know what you mean. It's like a. Are you doing a Mike Freeman impression? Mini, it's, but... it's like a mini game type thing, but I know <laughs> yeah, what you mean. Yeah, tap X, no hold A, whatever, and um, they get out way too easily, and they run away. The zombies in this aren't that scary, and also you know the guts and stuff that's sort of hanging around. There's yeah. lots of like rotten skin and and stuff. I I I think I'm and maybe just completely desensitized now. <laughs> Because like yeah. it holds no like finger of me at all now. Whereas there's one point when I used to look at it and go, "Ugh, that's like real." Oh like yeah, guts. But is that? Just... <laughs> and now I'm like, mmm, mm, mm, that looks mm. really tasty actually. Delicious. Mm, fancy sausages. But is that like? Uh... <laughs> like, is... have we seen too many zombies? That because like The Walking Dead like is doing it on maybe. TV. Maybe, maybe, probably, yeah. Because we've seen loads of horrible stuff. You know, what I mean, we've seen the worst of the worst. We've seen people covered covered head to toe in guts and muck and. Well, saying that Day, Day of the Dead still made me go. <laughs> in the some bits in Day of the Dead that still got yeah. to me. Oh yeah, yeah. That's because it was practical effects and it looked really gruesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they basically go. Uh, Andy and Toomey go back to sort of rescue the baby, and Lorraine even helps them. Um, and while they're trying to run away, obviously Vic is like, "Bloody hell, you twat!" Yeah. He tries to shoot. Tries to shoot him, but Lorraine like gets in the way, and he shoots her. She gets in the way of the bullet. She catches the bullet with her neck, like how I do with lids and things. <laughs> she catches. You saw the bullet go in and then out of her neck, and you went, "Phew, she's all right." <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's fine. So she's like, I don't know, sleeping that one off for a bit. Pyroton, probably. I imagine. <laughs> and uh, so Andy, Toomey, and is her name Rosie? Rosie, yeah, the, the papoose person. She's. In the back, and then they're running away. Um, and... They hide, and they have to keep the baby quiet while Vic is like driving around, going, yeah. "Where the fuck are you, you bastard?" He says a couple of racist things about uh, to me. Yeah, he does. He does. This, he's letting his, he lets his true self come out now. He yeah. thinks that the world's gone to shit. He's like, the pay gap like... is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> he just the pay gap is a lie. <laughs> build the wall. Build the wall. Just saying loads of shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Gets his Stop Donald his... Trump hat out. Yeah, he's, off, he's off his nut. You're on Australia, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they kind of they spend the night somewhere. Um, after that, um, and then this is weird where they spend the night in sort of like this sort of weird this alcove. Freaked me the fuck out. This bit. This was freaky. Yeah, this was freaky. So, uh, Toomey wakes up to find Andy like rubbing his face against. Literally what, is he rubbing chewing the scenery. Like he's like, but it sounds like he's like uh, like biting on the on the rock. We don't see. And there's like blood all around. So he must have just been like cutting the hell out of his lips and tongue and stuff. Because I don't know what it what was going on. But... Or, there, or there was already blood there and he was like licking it. Ah, <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. But in my mind, it's still pretty fucking... Yeah. It just freaked that like, really freaked either me out. Of those, either of those things would have been good. Yeah. Um, oh, effective. Oh. But yeah, he's, he's kind of like... Yeah. He's not turned. He's kind of like... But he's he's obviously having... He's having an episode. Yeah. 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 It's, it's cool. It's cool. It's not like... Uh, you instantly turn into a zombie in this film. There seems to be, it seems to be a bit more of a transitional period of yeah. um, like little episodes where you space out and chew walls and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, and then at this point, they go to find. So Timmy's like, "Look, we can sort your people out. We um, we can sort you out something. We used to be find the clever man. We find my dad and all this stuff. But then they do find her dad, and he's dead, and he's been buried in the tree." Yeah. Um, apparently that's the way they like to be buried. I don't know about you. I mean, would you like to be like buried or cremated, or would you like to be stuck on the top of a tree, uh, collecting uh, stuck, pigeon stuck shit? Stuck on top of stuck on top of a tree sounds like a right laugh. Yeah, your your, your family could climb you. Uh, you know, yeah. it's a gift that keeps on giving, even when you're decomposing. You get like eaten and stuff by birds. Yeah, you probably, we probably would get eaten, but you know, you get eaten underground as well. Have you seen that? Um, I saw a video, it's like, uh, you know, Tibetan Mousins or, or someone like that. These are like uh, Mongol type people who their burial ceremony is to throw their dead up onto this um, hill where like hundreds of these, uh, I, think, I think they might even be condors, uh, come and just hunt and peck away at the bodies. And then oh. within, within a matter of minutes, there's just the bones remaining. And then, oh, oh actually, no, they did it in Melga Solid with, um, what is, it, is his name? Vulcan oh, yeah, Raven? with Vulcan Raven. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say Vulcan Raven. I was like, that name doesn't sound, that name sounds way too <laughs> yeah, cheesy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Hey, hold Vulcan it. Raven. Sniper Wolf is fine. Yeah, that's quite good. I like that one. Vulcan Raven. Yeah, we just get Vulcan two Raven. different birds and stick it together. 
Vulcan Raven. Um, Wait, is this a real thing? You need to show me the video. Yeah, I'll try and find it. Um, but it's freaky. Like, just the way that how quickly these birds... But they do leave the bones. Vulcan Raven is like there's nothing left apart from like a little puddle of blood. Um, yeah. Apart from his eyebrows. <laughs> little caterpillars. <laughs> little caterpillars yeah. crawling off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... So the Timmy's dad's buried, and then she's like, "This is I'm not going anywhere anymore. You can do and go where you want." And Andy's like, "Well, me and Rosie, um, we're heading off to. We're going to go find those people by the river we saw at the very start of the film. They're yeah, having like so birthday parties. There was every a day. guy. There was a yeah, exactly. There was a guy with a gun, and he looked completely on edge. And but yeah. he could probably be a good dad. Yeah. Um, and the team was like, "Oh no, screw you! I'm going to stay here." And then she picks up a rock, and then she starts like hitting herself on the head with this rock. Yeah. Um, Again, it's some weird Aboriginal thing. I'm not too sure what's going on there. Um, but um, they are, is it Aborig- are they Aborigines, the uh, Australian yeah. natives? Okay. I just want to make sure I'm saying the right yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Aboriginal. Yeah. So, or Aborigine. I think, I think both is fine. Weren't the Aborigines the ones that they... Yeah, because they had the boomerangs and they got slaughtered by the rifles. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, I'm not laughing at that. No, yeah. She she says like if I once the pain's gone in my head, the pain will be gone in my heart, and that's sort of like the way she deals with it. And then Andy says like, right, okay, well we're off. And then he, as he's walking off, he has another of these episodes, passes out. Uh, he starts like going to bury his head in the sand. Um, yeah, yeah. I like that. There must be some sort of symbolic, sort of metaphorical thing about that. Yeah, I bet um, there's something sort of <clears throat> zombie lore about yeah. that, especially like the voodoo. And then when he when he comes around again, um, Toomey is like, "All right, I'll go with you. I'm looking after the baby." Uh, and then they're not, they're like best friends by this point. Um, yeah, they've they really make, bonded. They have. Yeah. When they go back to, um... <clears throat> so they go to find the family, and they yeah. do. But the family have like basically agreed on a suicide pact. So um, they're having so a lovely they, birthday party. Two, two kids. I don't think the, the kids would have. The kids were well up for the suicide pact. It was their, their idea. idea. <laughs> yeah. So Daddy, the guys got. Why don't we? <laughs> why don't we do a suicide pact? Not today. Yeah. Please, yeah. I really want to do a suicide pact. On, All right, man. after after dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the guy says he's basically got six bullets. So he's going to kill his kill himself and his family. And you take these two last bullets to kill yourself and your little baby, which is pretty brutal, isn't it? But um, obviously, Andy doesn't. And as he's walking off, he hears the gunshots in the distance. Um, yeah, that's pretty. The, the dad shoots himself like right behind him as well, which is pretty. Yeah, yeah. pretty horrific. Reminds me of the pretty mist, yeah. in a little way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Toomey sees some smoke in the distance and basically says, "That's like where a family is." That's where we're going. <clears throat> yeah. That's where we're going. Yeah. So they and they have to pass through like a train tunnel, which is obviously where Vic comes back. I didn't think he was necessarily going to come back, did you? No. Well, um, it seems pretty unfortunate. For him to just be there, chilling out. Yeah. Is he like crying or something? He's like crying. Yeah, there's loads of zombies in the tunnel. who sort of got their head against the wall because obviously they love a bit of darkness. Yeah. And then Vic's there as well, and they try to sort of keep quiet, but they get into a bit. They get into a shooting match, don't they? Yeah. Uh, so he's shooting at Andy. Andy shoots his two bullets, and then they have like a fist fight. He gets. Uh, um, Vic... uh, Toomey gets like punched in the head or something. She's like yeah, she gets pretty... Yeah. Uh, it ends with Andy shot crawling across the floor and Vic has Rosie um, yeah. and he's like Maybe. an eye for an eye sort of thing. It looks like he's going to do something really like, horrible yeah. to her. He, he even like grabs, he even like sort of seems to have hold of her head at some point and it, yeah. even that was a bit like, oh Jesus. It's uncomfortable but really. Cry- but yeah, yeah it's uncomfortable. He's crying and Andy's like, just give me the baby, give me her, give me her, let go of her, don't do something stupid and he manages like to get... Like a hostage negotiation. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I like that. I like how that resolved itself and he just kind of left each other at that point. Yeah, um, so, yeah then, so, so neither of them die at that particular time, so that's good. Yeah, so then they're getting pretty close there, but and Andy's like, you know, he's on the last of it now, um, and he, um, at some point he sort of collapses, and, and Toomey MacGyver's him into uh, like a, uh, what's the thing from Mario called? Oh. Yeah. What? <laughs> the dinosaur thing from Mario. The dinosaur, Yoshi. Uh, Yoshi. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. turns Mike Freeman into Yoshi. Yeah. Like, um, Dangles a carrot on a stick, but it's not a carrot, it's bloody bits and guts. She has like handcuffs him, 
his eyes. It's, actually, there was a bit. You know, um, they looked at his eyes, and his eyes were looked like they were leaking the Dolch Delish stuff. Ugh. Like it looked like it was actually happening. I was like, "Well, how are they doing that?" Um, so that's a pretty cool effect. Uh, and then he goes to Barry's head, and he's like, ah, "I call you to you think." And then she does. She um, she like rides him, and and then they go towards the camp, and there's all these Aboriginal people killing tons of these zombies. Uh, and, then, them. Um, and they've got this white paint all over them, which we, which I think like it stops stinks, the smell. Stinks, mate. <laughs> stinks. It absolutely stinks. So like zombies can't smell them. Sometimes uh, yeah, but they're like, bloody hell, we're gonna nowhere near you, mate. Yeah. And then Toomey basically sprays the perfume around the zombie again, around Andy. And well, like, so they're about to kill Andy. Um, yeah. And then she goes, wait, no. And then she sprays the perfume, and he goes. It's like his final human moment. Like he's not. Yeah. There's. Uh, he. It's. Uh, well, this is the bit actually. No. And it, actually, it's just before this. When he just and he's about to turn. He's like, look, team, you need to time it up now and sort it out now. He says goodbye to Rosie, and I just found that bit really heartbreaking. <laughs> like okay. there's something about that moment that really got to me. Um, it's heartbreaking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much the end, isn't it? And then the Aboriginals sort of take to me and and the baby back to. There's loads of them. They've like got like a nice little civilization sort of thing of these yeah. people living in the in the outback. It's nice, nice ending. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, trivia. You ready? Yeah. Ready Number for one. some trivia. Toomey's surname in this film was what? To you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it to me? To I you? I don't know what it is, but that's what I, I put here. <laughs> For God's sake! Just, just, I just knew it was going to be a Luke Condor joke, mate. Oh uh, yeah! Every time, like said, every, time, every time they said to me in this, I was like, "To you." <laughs> <laughs> and there's another character in the film called "To You" as well. So you just, just a little bit, just a little bit further behind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, number two. Uh, how many views has the original short film gotten on YouTube? So just like, give me a, a guesstimate. I'll oh, tell you that you're wrong. Ten million. Oh, not too far off. It's actually 13 million views on YouTube. Place. Not too bad. Um, number three. Yes. Can you name the other zombie film that Martin Freeman appears in? Shaun of the Dead. Which we are doing next week. A yeah. plug I said that. I think I said that last week. You did, I think. I did. Okay. I'm one uh, step ahead, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm one episode in front of the trivia. All right? Number four. What is the name of the zombies in this? What do they call the zombies? Is it A, Hungries? Is it B, Bum Grease? <laughs> is it <laughs> C, Virals or D, Walkers? Virals. It is correct, Virals. Um, and the last... We've one. gone viral! Yeah! Yeah, 13 million virals running around. Um, the last one, because this is a very new film and uh, there isn't that much stuff going around, didn't really know what to put for this last one. So the last one is, how many trivia questions have I asked you? Oh, wow. You have me there. Um, <laughs> what, including this one? Uh, oh, you've got me there. I didn't really think about <laughs> No, uh, not, not including mean, this one. Do you mean in this episode? In this episode, not including this one. Three. Four. Ah! <laughs> I got you. You got me Wangled good. Wangled you at the end there. Okay. Wangled me off. <laughs> You've been quizzle bonked. Okay, um, number C, bamboozle. Did you ever play number bamboozle? C. Oh yeah, bamboozle. <laughs> what am I saying here? C is the grade. Number, That's what I was going to give it. I number wang. Buggered my. I feel like I bamboozled myself. Uh, what grade are you going to give it? Um, you go first, seeing as you've already. <laughs> you go first, seeing as you've already you've, gone. You've, you've already spunked, <laughs> spunked your load. Yeah, I was going to be with C. I think it's a uh, solid effort. Uh, I I don't know if I needed this to be a feature length film, but like I can't deny that it did get to me in the end, and um, it, emotion yeah. the emotional yeah. aspect of it really did work for me. Uh, but it wasn't when I think of like the next week's film, Shaun of the Dead, that was a zombie film that really works on this emotional level, but it's also like incredibly original and unique, and and um, you know, Shaun of the Dead. I mean, it's one of the best movies ever made. But uh, so oh, I give yeah. it a C. It's good, but it's not. Rocking the boat. Um, I'd probably go a little bit higher than that. I really, as I said, I enjoy kind of everything. Um, the cinematography, the soundtrack. I just like the vibe it gave off, and it was it was very like measured. Yeah. Um, with its approach, which, you know, 
modern zombie films frustrate me because they kind of take the same they kind of go down the same route a lot of the time or they yeah. try to shock in ways that aren't shocking anymore so this was this was a lot different and obviously you really felt the tension and the relationship between the main characters are great and martin freeman was awesome so i'll, I'll probably give a b minus lovely uh what was i gonna say um if you think about like recent zombie films are there any that like apart from this one that like jump out to you uh, how recent are we talking? Because I mean, I think no, World War Five years or so. I think World War Z was all right. It had some good, some good bits. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't absolutely perfect or outstanding, but I think yeah. it was a fairly interesting take, especially sort of the third act um, in the in the um, health center. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Health center, <laughs> whatever it was. The world. Um, WHO, yeah. yeah. Um, apart from that, maybe. Buh, 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 buh. Can't even think of any other zombie films in the last five years now. Mr. Carey book, Girl of All the Gifts. Oh, Girl of All the Gifts. Girl of All the Gifts is all right. I, I mean, think the book was was better, but um, yeah. In terms of like original aspect, I, I do like the way they you know translate stuff in original. It had the Cordy sets yeah. element to it, which I just yeah, that was great. But I just think the 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 sort of payoff at the end was a little bit on, on in a book. It worked really well mm. on screen. It was a bit silly. Yeah, remind reminded me of um what they called in Peter Pan. The the crew, the, those little kids, little yeah, uh, the children, the, <laughs> the children, little, little yeah. Kids. It was just a bit, it was a bit ridiculous. I felt yeah. they reminded right. me of um, the kids' family. You ever watched a thing on Channel Five called The Tribe? It used to no. be on like on Sunday mornings, and it was like it's this weird like New Zealand program uh, about a world where all the adults died suddenly, and it's all oh, the what? kids, anyone like sixteen and under, they started these little tribes. When I think about it now, it's like quite you know formative in the yeah. things that I like later on but um it's super like that like it's like kids like just little mm. kids being little nasty buggers I'm sure it's plenty more but apart from that they're the ones that jump out at me yeah. but yeah this this was this was good I liked that yep yep okay uh so yep, next, yep. next week we are jumping back in the list I think we're gonna jump into the next zombie film Shaun of the Dead um I haven't seen it in a long time and I went for a period of watching it all the time every day yeah, I've not seen it for a little. In a probably, row. Yeah. i probably not seen In a row. <laughs> I've not seen it for uh, probably about three days. No, no. <laughs> Good, quite a few years, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Uh, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating review in iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co-host, Ben, for being a real horror dude. Thank you very much, Luke. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.